0: Right here, all right. We're live, people. We are live. <clears throat> we got to start doing the countdown, so but fuck it. You, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sound good. That was good, that was good, that was good. Yeah, I like that. Hello good people. <clears throat> my name is 4K J. This is the For Stress Podcast. How are you good folks doing? I am joined always by my good brother Frankie Metals, aka L Capitan, aka L Cap, aka Caps Lock back with Ninja the Left, the Savior, Getaway Driver, Swamp Thing, all of that good shit. How are you beloved? gave me a thumbs up excellent and all that shit so for this episode before we get into the church announcements I have the honor of um, sitting down with um probably one of the fiercest people I've ever met Um, this young man is out here he's been out here fighting for your rights my rights your animals rights uh, we have the pleasure of uh, just a just a great, 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 great man here, Isaac Jimenez.
1: Damn, that's a lot of pressure. Fighting <laughs> 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 for my rights, <laughs> your rights, your rights, his rights. No, no. shit. <laughs> How are you, bro? Damn, I'm good, dude. Um, that is huge for you to say that. I was really wow. Um, yeah, thanks for um for having me. I'm like. Yeah, dude, fighting for rights is hard. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Hard <laughs> to like you... build on that, that uh, no, adding rights. No, I, Isaac. If
0: you don't know dude. Isaac, Isaac is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America, the North Jersey,
1: North Jersey chapter. No,
0: North Jersey chapter. He also, um, is a is an advocate or activist. What's I guess
1: th- an- Activist, but I guess we, I guess organizer is kind of where we want to be going. Okay, so more he, than activist, just because so like yeah, it's sort of like, um, yeah, you know, we have a lot of activists. Okay. You know, we do have a lot of activists, and they're great. They're very like outspoken and advocating for things, right? Yeah. Um, and that's sort of I guess where you could you could say we met, or like you know we have definitely been in that space, and especially being in Jersey City, right, have right. been like yeah, this is an outlet we have to actually one, get the word out on things Uh to like make great tweets (laughs) about how they're happening. And it's like insane, you know? Um, but then also like, yeah, I've, I've been more and more interested in like, okay, so how we actually get things to change? And so that's been hard though, because it is actually a lot, a lot more fun sometimes. (laughs) No, well, more easier, definitely to be like, holy shit. (laughs) But, um. It's hard as hell to actually we, we, we gonna, we gonna do get, a little we gonna get in that you can that. and like get others to like, you know, come along and like yeah. also see this like vision for how things could be. But yeah, man, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here with you, Frankie and salima and um yeah, thanks for oh, well, so, um He's the one
2: to do it, I like him but I don't, <laughs> don't like anybody.
0: All right, so Dude. uh before we get into um everything that you do, Isaac, church announcement. <laughs> follow the show on everything instagram for the stress underscore podcast you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie on ig at frankie metals you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc make sure you visit the website for the stress powered by stay cozy studios make sure you like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend all that good shit like that there now so for those who don't know isaac um Especially in the North Jersey area, Jersey City specifically, I—I I think we met online, right? Of course. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> met on—we met online. I Definitely. think I was ranting
1: about housing. So, for, yeah. so. Oh shit! What were you thinking about? would you remember that tweet? Maybe or. I don't remember
0: the tweet because I tweet a lot and I say a lot of random shit that just goes through my mind throughout the day. So I don't know. I don't remember exactly what was said that kinda made us cross paths. But I do know that um when I met you or when we talked like more in depth, you was telling me about the Right the Council coalition. Right. So, right. so just brief overview, we gonna get, you know, in the weeds on it. But for those who don't know, I've brought up Right the Council on the show before. It's a program that helps uh Jersey City tenants and I think North Jersey tenants as well.
1: It's just for Jersey City, okay, this so, fight, so oh,
0: far. Oh, so, so far right now, uh, the Right to Council program is, it helps tenants who would deal with shady landlords, um, unjust evictions, just all types of just great work. And I've been, and that's kind of what made me like, really want to talk to you more because of the program that you have is, or the program that you're a part of, is just so think of a strong adjective right now so I'm gonna just say important because there are so many tenants like myself because you helped me out with a personal matter right yo yeah. oh, fuck yeah. yeah so like just tenants understanding that they, they have rights and fighting against landlords who are doing like just a lot of slime bullshit but yeah um so with right to count alright let's 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 Bring it back. So you're part of the Democratic Socialists of America, North Jersey chapter. Um, what do they do for
1: people who don't know? Yeah, DSA, Democratic Socialists of America. It's an organization that has been around since around the 70s. As uh, another organization. It's funny. I was just talking today to, um, uh-huh. g- do you know Gary Murphy? I do. But,
0: I think he follows me on Twitter. Uh, I, Gary, if you're listening, shout out to you, Gary. Shout out
1: to Gary. I just realized... I, I I mean, also, I don't know if I should say this, but I guess he would be fine with it. I was just looking on a list and saw that he was one of like the earliest members in Jersey City of oh, wow. the early DSA, which one was it was called DSOC. That's now public knowledge for okay. everyone to know. And that's like, I guess that's fine. Um, mm. But he we, we, it, it seems awesome. We were just having a good conversation about it. But yeah, DSA now is... Uh, the largest socialist organization in America, uh-huh. uh, AOC, uh, maybe Bernie Sanders, you know, uh-huh. things like these campaigns. Um, and then, you know, right now in Jersey City, in North New Jersey, has a chapter that's, you know, doing the housing campaign, uh-huh. Right to Council, of JC, which would establish like housing as a human right in the way that everyone would be guaranteed uh, representation uh-huh. in any eviction. Uh-huh. And also um, be able to, you know, affirmatively um, assert their rights in, like, you know, Mm -hmm. buildings where you don't have hot water, you you don't have heat, and Mm -hmm. they're, like, leaving the heat off, like, through Christmas, as we saw, like, on 96 Duncan with those tenants there. Yeah, that was bad. Um, uh, On the West Side, and that's also, you know, where DSA has run campaigns before, like, on the Mm -hmm. West Side. Oh, I have a lot of members there that are, um, that ran Joel Brooks for Jersey City Council in Mm -hmm. 2021. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, with a campaign like Right to Council, it's again, like yeah housing is probably like the number one you know issue right now i mean it's hard to say what's the number one issue but um like i think with that not to most expensive city in the country right that headline actually came around the the height of when the campaign was launching and it was like wow okay this is like this actually was the result of listening to jersey city residents about what were their issues and Mm -hmm. housing costs and uh, eviction threat of eviction and like shitty landlords are number one i think
0: yeah with the housing i think Jersey City is unique in that way because there was such a skyrocket as far as like rent and just cost of living here in Jersey City. Like it was like affordable. And then all of a sudden it was like, I can't live here. Right
1: yeah. Now. It's almost like, you know how like when they were like building development and yeah. like luxury housing, it's like, oh yeah, adding more supply is going to like help bring prices down. It's like, okay, that's going very well. <laughs> Jersey City is building the most right. and yet is also skyrocketing in rent. So it's, it's hard to like think, okay, what are the things that we need? And it's like, okay, well, who's we? Because a lot more people now too in Jersey City, right? right. So it's like, um, who's everyone who's here is going through experiences that are like, that are actually pretty universal too, because mm-hmm. you have folks, you know, in Greenville on the west side that mm-hmm. have been dealing with this, and then also now you have tenants in Portside Towers in okay. Paulus Hook downtown, or near, you know, the, near the water, um, that are also getting their rights trampled on. They don't have rent control even though that building is falling under rent control the portside mm-hmm. uh tower's tenant association is has been fierce and they've been kicking ass at right, at city ho- city council meetings and like you know organized mm-hmm. and um and so yeah i mean you have uh, housing advocates you have housing um you know new not really building public housing right have you noticed any of that no
0: i haven't seen any public housing in
1: <clears throat> decades
0: i don't know right. I know... What happened at Howland Gardens a couple of weeks ago, or, like... They, they I think, up announced a plan to, like, redevelop uh, Holland Gardens.
1: To for, add, like, retail around it, right? To retail it. They're going to
0: add, like, mixed income housing in there or okay. something like that. But that's word, the word. first time that I've heard of any type of um, redevelopment of public housing. Because the last thing that i know that they did with public housing is knock all that shit down
1: <laughs> yeah or defund it like in def- new yeah. york it's the same process like capitalists will like you know like they're obviously trying to also privatize it so it's right. becoming mixed income instead of public housing to mix residential or mixed income and then now like you know just like all right everyone get out mm-hmm. it's gonna be affordable for not you anymore but like someone else right i was like yeah i mean who we're building housing for is something that only you need power uh-huh. in Jersey City to actually steer that conversation. Uh-huh. I mean, working people have power. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you know. I guess going back to the DSA and what the theory is behind that is like, you know, working class people are the theory of change for, uh-huh. um, for people determining how their lives want to look. And especially in a local community where people are very um, in tune to what's going on, it's uh-huh. kind of, it, it makes it like fertile ground. Also, you have like the most expensive city in Jersey City uh, in the country now with this like this trend of luxury housing that's going up but not like affordable housing not public housing Mm -hmm. um i mean you see a lot of other symptoms i think across jersey city from transit safety and like pedestrian safety to like um you know um mental health or i guess Mm -hmm. just like medical access um like deserts and like you know you have a bunch of issues that are really just symptomatic of like like the larger problem here which is like you know just like capitalism which is like actually mm-hmm. running the city into the ground and mm-hmm. has been for since the time that like capitalists came here to like make money right. and that was like the whole deal right like rich people lived here and shit right like mm-hmm. like a lot of these um like we're in the vestiges of like the Hague machine like back in the day where you had Frank Hague and then like throughout the rest of the 20th century you've had like different people carve up uh, Jersey City into machines into fiefdoms throughout Hudson County right mm-hmm. so like we think about this system that's like I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but hasn't really worked out for you or me, or right. you know. And it's like, okay, well, you know, if we can do something at the local level, I think it's you know, topple these machines, you know, build mm-hmm. working class power in their un- in people's unions, mm-hmm. um, and elected office through like having political power, running for city council, getting getting a stake in the ground, and building institutions again mm-hmm. in Jersey City other than these machines, because, I mean, what else we got? We got the public schools that are getting defunded. That's, like, the most important institution. Uh Um, So if if you're taking people's homes, their schools, like, it's leaving very little uh, room to organize and and grow working class power. So, like, you know, I think a lot about, yeah, what are we going to do to build that coalition in Jersey City to do that in a real way that really puts people in, like, the position to... Take personal responsibility for wanting to change their life for the better. If they're in Jersey City, mm-hmm. you're in this fight now, and like, and you do have to think about, yeah, I guess, um, how do we actually make our energy very concerted in that way, and like, focus on small things because there's so many issues. Mm-hmm. And I think right to council does that because it really at least puts this city council, which we kind of know where people are because you know they're funded by you know PACs that are paid mm-hmm. for by mm-hmm. by the mayor um and PACs are political action committees i used to work in, in actually democratic party politics too let me, let me, let me stop you yeah stop. yeah you can feel it going off how old are you me yeah. i'm 27 what what got you in Shit, this fight fuck, you i knew are, this question was coming. yeah because you <laughs> are
0: you 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 are a, 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 a raging machine in the best way possible i mean that as a compliment so, what you got you? He's rage the yeah, he's
1: raging against the machine. And it's like, Do what? You like rage the I got into them later, actually. Okay because I actually wanted to understand the lyrics I actually wasn't politically also like very like sharply like left or like mm-hmm. socialist I was very much more like liberal progressive mm-hmm. um, and just like oh why isn't it working out and then just I don't know radicalized later but then I listened to Rage Against the Machine I'm like holy fuck <laughs> like <laughs> damn okay and they were like pretty good music I was more into metalcore in like the later like emo stage like that shit mm-hmm. I grew up in Elizabeth so I'm also like you know um, a little bit like out of touch with some of the like, homegrown Jersey City stuff, like, but I definitely think that we all kind of, like, I don't know, like, we all, like, do come from similar things that we can connect to and, like, find our humanity together through and and realize, again, like, like, it's actually pretty opportune for the powers that be to have people, like, want to pit against each other or, like, gatekeep each other. Definitely online. I noticed Mm -hmm. this happens in activist circles. So then it's, like... you think okay if this is gonna happen then it's really not gonna cohere um but also i don't know maybe maybe we're not the ones that need to be cohering it's just like the nurses and the teachers Mm -hmm. in jersey city public schools and in the hospitals and voters every couple years and what, what brought you into this fight um i think the bernie campaign in 2016 and 2020 i really put definitely for me like um, it put me back into a position of feeling like empowered okay. in 2014. When I was at Rutgers, I was doing my undergrad. Mm-hmm. I got involved in democratic party politics, like as a canvasser, a paid canvasser, and then mm-hmm. a phone bank, mm-hmm. um, supervisor type thing. And it was for like a labor campaign. I'm like emitting too much knowledge, <laughs> information about this my past, but, but like, it was like actually very connected to the political machines in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was, um, <laughs> very much uh, like you know, I guess it's important to know because it's a very politically uh, juicy story. Like yeah. I worked with Sean Cattle, okay. who did that the uh, you know those political
0: yeah,
1: uh, hits that. on I people. Mean, like, I and that. I learned about that last year when everyone did, and I was like, oh yeah, I worked I worked in college for a year with this dude who was an actual like. Like, yeah. I guess sociopath, but also, like, someone who I was, like, adhering to to be, like, oh, this is how politics works, right? And I lasted a few months, and then I was, like, yeah, yeah was no, this here, is... Out here putting hits on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe I, like, knew, like, this isn't for me, but... And I, I got out of that, and I, like, did, like, like, comedy and, like, theater, and, like, I finished school. And then, you know, got really back into, through the Bernie campaign, like, mm-hmm. oh, there is, like, an actual way for working class people to like win power and you know it's through mass action mass campaigns getting mo- the most amount of people together in the way that we've seen left movements do in other countries and mm-hmm. latin america for sure um and like and yeah i think um i think now I, i'm like yeah I'm, i want to actually become a teacher and like settle down and like mm-hmm. i'm in my like upper 20s and i'm thinking yeah i think also i i you know my parents retired pretty early but mm-hmm. then I moved to Jersey city cause it was a place that was like definitely more affordable mm-hmm. at a time. Right. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I love Jersey city. I think we should make it great. And that's my whole <laughs> life pitch right there. Right. That's my whole no, shit. That's,
0: that's, that's good. That's good. Cause I, you know, following you, following what, uh, DSA does, following what right. The council does has been very inspiring to me to see so many people being, um, Dedicated to making sure that we all have the equal opportunity to live in the city that
1: we love. I think people also see it as like this is like the um, frontier for like like hyper. I mean, it's it's all capitalist. It's all hyper capitalism, right? But it's mm-hmm. also like very much the frontier where where there is some like conflict between like the the ruling class and working people mm-hmm. through like in this like housing landscape and development. And this political system that's really like turning Jersey City into the sixth borough, right? What does that mean for surrounding communities like Newark and Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. um, Essex County, like Bergen County? So like a lot of members, I I think, throughout North Jersey are organizing and like um, a lot of folks are here in Jersey City, but there's also been, I think, a legacy of organizing just in in Jersey City throughout labor and other movements and housing movements, I think in the 70s too. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like learn a little bit more about that but um yeah i mean i think like i'm like last year my hometown they reduced rent control okay they made it extremely uh it was extremely solid rent control in elizabeth mm-hmm. it was like a 20 dollars cap uh, per year that your landlord could raise the rent if um mm-hmm. you know if if it's rent control if it's like over a certain threshold of units and older enough um, And they weakened, they took away the $20 cap, so it was, like, a huge, like, thing, and, like, Make the Road came out to organize and, like, mobilize people to, like, pay attention, and there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, turnout of, like, people, like, really paying attention, Uh but, like, in Jersey City, you'll, like, you can, like, take a trip to France and, like have someone show up in like a beret the next day at the council meeting and it's like oh people are paying attention in jersey city okay so that makes it a very like i think also like a a place where yeah we want to be picking fights with like developers and bosses and their politicians and shit and and yeah i mean have you ever spoken at a city council meeting
0: no i haven't i have not No, i should I, i mean i've been at a few city council meetings but um i think um when i go and i listen it's like everyone else there says what i'm thinking so it's Mm -hmm. like there's no need for me to say too much because they're already saying what i'm thinking
1: people probably listen here from the city council right or what do you think (laughs) 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 all right so so (laughs) who knows no (laughs) it's 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 it's, that's good that's having a voice and i've gotten
0: um confirmation that's members of city hall and the city council listen to the show
1: hell yeah dude
0: yeah so that's right to council <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. so it's like I, I mean they listen they listen so that's why i was like i don't really need to say too much publicly because this is my public forum yeah yeah so with with right to council right um how has because you, you know the organization fights for tenant rights not
1: just that too medicare for all a green new deal Ah, like like definitely i mean it's it's about overall like creating like a fairer more democratic society Mm -hmm. that's like and we're not just the politics is like democratic but the the economy is too like organized like from the bottom up with like Mm. workers in control it's it's socialism right it is definitely building democratic socialism um in you know in the heart of capitalism in the united states right and like it's it's yeah i mean there's a lot to also talk about politic politically but it's not just housing it's also like uh-huh. abending capitalism it's it's uh it's about organizing for a better future all the the DSA uh-huh. uh, slogans slogans and yes you know
0: you know, I've had, you know, other guests and I want to get your take on it. What, what is your take on people who view capital? Um, so excuse me, people who view socialism as a dirty word. What is your view on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it definitely has like like um, unsuccessful, but also like, yeah, you could argue never socialist like um, authoritarian regimes that have like um, claimed socialism. Like mm-hmm. I'm Cuban or my, my parents are Cuban. So like, you know, you've had Frankie's like Cuban. What's up? Frankie's Cuban. Nice. Hell yeah. See look. I thought yeah. you're Puerto Rican. Okay.
0: Nah, your best friend's already. <laughs> Let me say something though. So
2: whenever people think I'm Puerto Rican, it's been which my entire life mm-hmm. because of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. There's no Cubans here. You
1: know, Cubans in Miami. No yeah, Miami. we're in City very,
2: very.
1: Yeah, so Union like, City.
2: You know, I already know when they call me Body, mm-hmm. that's a slang, you know, term of endearment. Uh-huh. Just them judging you uh-huh. Real quick But I don't give a fuck Because a lot of people get offended I've seen many reactions.
1: <laughs> sure Knowing you know, no one suspects that of me They're like Hey <laughs> but, but no like we're, Other yeah.
2: people will be like I'm not that I'm this Like they're very clear And it's like uh-huh. Why are we getting into all of that I ain't even it, uh-huh. Why is it offensive Yeah It's just how you Yeah like it. it's just
1: the, the different ways people divide each other Themselves Cuba, you know right, Cuba, they call each other by what they are. Mm-hmm. The term of endearment. Yeah. Pr- mm. Mm-hmm. And there's like no. I'm pretty sure there's not race in Cuba. Like race isn't like a category, or everyone good, is. Good observation. Right. the Only
2: category is you. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Or I'm when thinking. You visit, you're a yeah.
2: stranger. That's the only
1: category. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean. But also like not taking a campus and campus like aligning with like third world regimes that have tried to like take the shortcuts of socialism, which is like through like the rifle. It's like definitely like democratic socialism. Like. Um, I guess closer to like what you kind of I guess have in European countries with social democracy but actually um, having that social democracy which is like this like term that's not not yet socialism but Mm -hmm. like capitalist systems that have like a social safety net that's robust that guarantees healthcare, guarantees Mm -hmm. housing right like just on the way to socialism even like just getting there but you do have to say socialism in order to have people understand it yeah Yeah, you're bringing me to a point i wanted to get to later but that's good yeah yeah yeah, that's good red dating is you know
0: so with so with right the council you're you said uh tenant rights medicare for all green new deal um, I want to. I want to. And not, and
1: not just that too. I'm sorry. A, a very powerful labor movement, like what very, we're seeing in right. unions right now across the country. Right. Right. So yeah.
0: with specifically for Jersey City, what are is there one movement that's like bigger than the other? Because it seems like housing is. Very it important does,
1: but there. I I think there are plate. There are or, or or are they all
0: interconnected? What do you think? I think I think so. but I, I feel like the focus in Jersey city is the housing because it affects everyone. Mm-hmm.
1: it's the it's the what's up for grabs. People are literally selling their homes mm-hmm. that can't afford to live here anymore or are from all over the country like looking at like the zip codes to purchase here. And it's like, yeah, if that is like, the, if, if housing is so commoditized in the most like, yeah, now the most expensive city for renters, again, like luxury market, but it's like, that has an effect on the like rest of the city, obviously. I think that is a big issue. I would say the schools are also a very like long-term issue. It's almost like housing is the first thing, but it's not the most important thing. It's just the thing you need to actually stay right. in the city to live, to stay here, to fight for the schools. You know what I mean? You need to keep your house.
0: Okay. So, so you know that, that, that was, that was fire. So for someone who doesn't know how the housing situation in Jersey City got to where it is now are you can you walk us through how it got to how it got from Jersey City being one of the most affordable cities in the
1: country to being the most expensive city in the country I think actually you do a better job of explaining the tax abatements thing. I've heard on this pod a couple of times you explain tax abatements, right?
0: Yeah, I'm listen my my tax my tax lingo is 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 mediocre, but it's tax what... abatements.
1: It's basically encouraging people all this capital to come here and mm-hmm. like invest here and build like mm-hmm. on the waterfront first, but then now everywhere else. right Um, and then the market realizing it's hit a critical mass of like whatever popularity or like mm-hmm. it's hit that market moment. for many reasons as well Mm -hmm. like I think the pandemic might have done something but again it was happening anyway like Mm -hmm. you know the pandemic uh, exacerbated every other (laughs) problem in the world including Jersey City's gentrification right showed all the flaws yeah and it's like and I think um, yeah tax abatements and just (laughs) tax the rich like rich people don't pay their taxes I I don't think we need to actually encourage people to want to build here now if we're building the most so then it's like all right, if we put a fee on development per se to pay for a right to counsel which would guarantee every tenant Mm -hmm. no matter your income which again poor people policies make for poor policies I don't know if you've heard that but like like when you means test programs Mm -hmm. instead of just making it a universal right Mm -hmm. like you're going to have uh, more money spent on the administration of that quote unquote right and you know um we can expand that right like we're fighting for each other's rights we're fighting for our own rights right. to live here right mm-hmm. we're fighting for the rights of our bodies like mm-hmm. supreme court like overturning Roe last year yeah that was i was waiting for the democratic um party here to like be like this is a fucking outrage like but like, you what-
0: know, the democrats in jersey don't operate as democrats
1: no that's it, right it's 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 you know it's the same kind of deal it's the same you know it's it's yeah you can you can you yeah, rip well, the democrats of, of hudson county i definitely can i mean it's um it's a one-party town sort of like you know yeah it, so, it, it is
0: so yeah. so in, in my experience um i've seen like the developers have had a free-for-all with the city and it's like now the bill is due and no one knows what to do now
1: what do you mean the bill like, like the schools, <laughs> like, like schools like yeah.
0: everything is being affected now like from from my perspective and just you know my language is is um very plain because i don't know all the particulars of it but for me it just as a lifelong resident i've seen the city go from being just you know minor developments here and there to the poorest block on the neighborhood now has a luxury condo on it yeah so it feels it feels like yeah. whoever whether well, Philip Healy whoever else was in power was just like here buy whatever you want and then now all the development is going up and then now we can't afford shit
1: yeah that's sort of it I mean <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> great show thanks for coming out we, we saw yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no but I think so and more white people if we're gonna be quite honest and so it's like a multiracial um, you know situation I think Jersey City was the most diverse it or was probably like 25 25 25 25 um place where again working class people could move it was transient for some time you had like people that were here in the 90s like artists like in you, the space i feel like what? we're in this you know, space right? you know
0: what's funny and, you know white people i like i like y'all y'all cool some of y'all are cool but y'all really do raise the property value of whatever <laughs> y'all go
1: every time like a white woman jogs by my house like my the wrinkles the wrinkle. yeah that's up. like the, the 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 joke that's it that's like at the same time though that I think that ideation does keep us from talking to our neighbors ideation, um, and yeah, we knock on doors. I feel like the only way we're going to get to like organize City cities <laughs> is by knocking on doors. And you've seen like uh, now the, I think Hudson County uh, Democrats or no, the Hudson County of Hudson, they're like doing now evic- more eviction funding or eviction mm-hmm. assistance, ERAP. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of like a response to Right to Council. We've again knocked on thousands of doors across Mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely want to be doing canvases with organizations in Jersey City Mm -hmm. that want to talk about housing. Mm -hmm. So that way they could then talk about once we have the security of staying in Jersey City, we could actually like fight for the causes that we all have. So we've met some like really great organizers who are doing that or fighting for schools and fighting for um, doing direct action. Mm -hmm. Uh, Organizers in Greenville, organizers Mm -hmm. in uh, downtown, in the Heights. In Lafayette, and I don't know. I feel like I feel like a coalition, like right to council, is also a place where organizations can learn how to organize uh, from socialists as well as from each other, and like talk about how we actually, if we could win this, that's like holy shit, we have some power. That's organized. We can win like a sit a seat on the city council again, right? Mm-hmm. Not just rely on like the popularity of like an activist, mm-hmm. uh, but really have an organization. In Jersey City, that is going to like um, articulate what working people need, mm-hmm. with like the the doctor, uh, the the nurses, the firefighters, the I guess the doctors, yeah, anyone that works for a living, yeah. not a landlord, not a developer, not mm-hmm. a a boss or a politician taking their money. Mm-hmm. If it's like the ninety nine percent, like you know, if everyone else, like we have a pretty good shot at actually getting shit done, you know. So what is
0: what what is a win look like for Right to Council? What is what
1: would it look? Yeah, a so I think the the first reading is April 12th. I don't know if this will be this will be out soon. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it's to pass it in City Hall and and uh, with a vote that's introduced by a sponsor of the bill mm-hmm. and we have some sponsors. Um I won't I guess yeah, you could check out Right to Council to see about that stuff, but um it's about putting everyone through the question, like, do you support tenants or do you support the developers and the landlords, right? And rights of council is also not about, like, punishing the small pop landlord or the homeowners of Mm -hmm. Jersey City. It wouldn't be paid for by being added to the tax bill where then homeowners would would soak it up. And we want it to be Mm well-funded. It needs to be like an actual thing, not like some like scrappy thing that's going to get means tested and not even get administered like we've seen other programs in Jersey City and New Mm -hmm. Jersey fail to do Mm -hmm. like just by sheer, like not knowing how to administer government, which we know sometimes local governments could do. But also like as a result, you have to question is it incompetence or is it them trying to actually price out most Jersey City folks so that you could, again, like it's just the logic of a capitalist politician, is they want more uh, tax having residents so that way it's a bigger budget, right? It's just like, you know, we have to grow, right? And mm-hmm. that means shedding, um, you know, working class people that have lived here their whole lives in Jersey City. And that sort of fight comes off in the gentrification like battle over are urban cities across the country, and right, and it's you've seen DSA do great t- uh, tenant work in LA and in New York and campaigns in New York and um, and Jersey City's a growing city. And I think we need fighting organizations here that are gonna like, um, yeah, do this shit okay. for the stress. Yeah, right. story, yeah come over. here. What's or do up? Do you want to give come a over mic here real quick? What's up? So,
2: cause I want to see your face real quick. Let me put my on. Oh Cuz I got a
1: story. Oh well, what before Yeah, he... we should all tell a story about maybe a housing. Have you ever like got a housing thing or? No one here is Has anyone got evicted ever? No, <laughs> thank thank God. I'm going to tell you a I mean, quick story, it's right? It's more common every day now.
2: So I, I told him this story already. Mm-hmm. So he already know. So I made a delivery. I'm not going to go into details as to why I was in this person's please don't home. But I'm just going to tell you what I saw. Right, so I enter, I enter the establishment It's not an establishment that I would ever enter normally Or would expect Because This is the area that I went to high school around So it's like something I saw every day And in Jersey City Particularly when I drive And I haven't been through an area in a long time It's like another fucking place
1: Which high school did you go to?
2: St. Mary's Okay. Which is down by Morley's The sneaker store Hmm And uh, St. Anthony's was like a block up from there Grove Street I went to basically high school around Grove Street But this was when I was going to high school So um, shit wasn't like that I had to fight for my girlfriend on that block Against like 17 other boys Damn Dumb shit But regular shit I got in a fight every other day there Maybe every other week there It was not the same area
1: Dude I wouldn't even fight. I got jumped from my phone like all the time growing yeah, up. Yeah. And I was like, just take it. But, you know, but was, you know what? But you know what? When you're block. from a
2: block, it's like yeah. prison. And if yeah. you let somebody get away with some shit once, they're going to do that shit every other time. They. See.
1: <laughs> I should have learned. <laughs> so
2: basically, I went to high school there, and I had a fine ass mommy, you know? And it was I already knew what it, it was hitting for. But that area is not the same, right? You know, the area is not the same. Yeah. <laughs> right? Let's just say I experienced a thing too. So I was in this region making a delivery. And um the it was awkward because of how I looked and who the person was. Like it was like a pregnant lady. And I was entering her home and she knew I was coming and everything, right? It wasn't nothing crazy. But um the area though. I went to high school there. So they used to have like that building that I entered was probably like six families living in there. Right. Right? So I enter it, and it's a corridor of art. I don't even see any type of fucking housing or nothing. It's just art. Mm. The first floor is just art. Then it's an elevator.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I took an elevator yeah. to this lady's floor. This lady was living like she was married to Tony Montana.
1: Yeah, the luxury. Marble floors. It's insane. A spiral
2: staircase.
1: It's dope. It's, it's like, okay, let's... um.
2: So she... Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm not supposed to be I'm not supposed to be there, but I'm there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So she makes small talk and she says a lot of shit and that small talk. She says, Oh, uh I moved here two years ago and Fuller gave me half off for my rent because of COVID.
1: Yeah, the the COVID holiday. But yeah. meanwhile,
2: I'm looking at an apartment that is two floors. It has a marble yeah. staircase, spiral staircase up to the second situation where Three families would have been normally living.
1: Yeah. They're building a lot of great housing. And it's like, who is this We're for? What? Who is this for? So I'm know, just going to say I collected dude. what
2: I needed and I exited, but I know what I know. Yeah. And that's the the, rea- the reality of it. I'm just saying what I used to know was there as opposed to it's I saw one person. Oh, by the way, her cat was coming down the, stair, the spiral staircase when I walked in if not to add any more scenic <laughs> visual her cat was stretching along the spiral staircase like yeah. oh who are you you know, curious about me
1: <laughs> you know how much so, stress fuck. that i went through on this block <laughs> 20 years ago for yeah, you to be and so many people
2: chilling. was i knew fucking not for nothing 11 people who was living in this dead ass yeah like, you know yeah. it's like but they were paying rent yeah, and their rent was something else
1: yeah it was they were yeah.
2: 650 get the fuck out of here the, the, 650, rent, 950, the rent gap, if it had a parking lot,
1: right? So, even if like you live in a place that's like 650 right now uh-huh. and then they build like a luxury tower next to it, how does that affect my rent, Isaac? It's like that's a rent gap. Like, if you're paying 650 and they're paying 3000, it's like you know, landlords have a financial obligation, they would say, or like you know, they have so many expenses now too with COVID, I guess. Um, that's like, uh, oh, we got to raise the rent, you know? So here's a notice to quit. You know, if you can't afford it, it's like tough luck. You know, we have good cause in New Jersey, which does mean that you need a good cause um, to evict someone. But often, especially in Jersey City, um you know landlords a lot more um sheisty with it i guess i guess i guess like you know very much slick like very like um able to do like wishy-washy things and Mm -hmm. also sometimes not even know that people know their rights to fight for themselves in court pause Mm -hmm. for the cause Mm
0: -hmm. what are some of the the sheisty tactics that you have seen from landlords in jersey city
1: yeah like um like, one, I think the the number one is, like, not knowing who your landlord is and, like, having an LLC own the building. And, like, you don't even know who owns the building. It's, I heard of who's over there. So I'm assuming, yeah, you don't know who, who your landlord is, right? So it's, like, who do I actually talk to when there's, uh-huh. like, um, an the illegal rent increase or, like, um, I mean, yeah, the courts are also, like, um, backed up as well. That's, like, a thing that's happening in, in not just here, everywhere in the country, and there's, like, so much like justice not being served, like mm-hmm. as well, and like people mm-hmm. not being represented. Mm-hmm. And what we know about right to counsel is that hand over fist when people have a guaranteed lawyer, one, the eviction finally goes down automatically. So it's like, okay, so lawyers now know that tenants are representative, or now are not doing as much shy, shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think the number one one is in New York, there's no good cause. So just getting a, a, a rent increase and being essentially evicted. Um, for me, I was kind of soft evicted. I mean, if you live, uh, if you live with the landlord, what is soft evicted? Like they were like, "Oh, you gotta go," and it's like, um, "We're gonna." I mean, you don't need a you don't need a reason when it's when the landlord is in the home, mm-hmm. which is why I guess folks in buildings have more rights, mm-hmm. um, and they also might have rent control. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like, um, wait, what was the question?
0: What is soft evicted?
1: Soft eviction, yeah, like basically not being served an eviction notice, but. All, all in all like because of the rent hike not being able to afford it and being essentially kicked out like you're we priced out of your home mm. um, or um, yeah a, a, another big one is actually constructive eviction where they're like we're making repairs so you have to leave we're seeing that in public housing and like in Lafayette hold. Village right now hold that's where right to council has been canvassing hold on hold on yeah slow down Constructive. it's a promise of construction you're going to come right back we promise and it's like yeah you're not landlords are actually doing that well the development company the residential company that owns like mixed income residential property villages like we have lafayette (laughs) village right all right
0: see you got, you got
1: all right i mean they give out like they've given out like 30 pages of copy that said like here's your right to stay and it's like okay you're doing branding and it's like glossy things and it's so hard to read it's not in spanish and i heard that hold on i'm going the fuck up. i heard that they got the puerto ricans to basically sign that shit and they didn't know what they were signing again like the homeowners i guess we were talking about a little bit those homeowners that mm-hmm. also um in, in in lafayette i'm in lafayette just so folks are yeah, aware yeah, too yeah. so that's sort of i've been like wrapped up in housing issues here and i'm trying to like again understand but like yeah there's like that's shiesty shit. Sheisty shit. So just, constructive just, eviction. Just just
0: to be clear. Yeah. So the constructive eviction. So they're developers who own the building,
1: right? It's usually a landlord because it's usually like a, a building that needs remedy, like an older building. Okay, so there's an older you know?
0: building that needs renovations, yeah. right? Yeah. So they tell the tenants, you guys have to leave because we're going to redo the building. Yeah. And then they don't let them back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we've seen that and it's called basically a rad conversion when you're turning public housing into mixed income. Uh, that happened again in NYCHA. It's the same playbook in New York. Is that it's legal happening to here do in that? Jersey City? What's up? Is that legal to do that? Rad conversions are legal. They're actual like uh, conversions of are like.
0: They're legal. They're legal.
1: They're legal. Yeah, they're they're real things. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not so much into the legal, but I do know that again from the housing organizer perspective, these mm. things have. Uh, you know definitely people have probably come back but there's uh lots of folks that don't come back because if they're back on their rent you know again you're unhoused now like maybe because of covid you never got aid or maybe you didn't lose your job but or maybe actually you did lose your job but um i don't I'll also have to say maybe like there are actual people that need housing aid right now but um yeah i feel like there's a lot of ways that people are getting moved around that's has anyone moved wild. here that's, recently that's like, fucking
0: wild that is wild yeah. I've never heard that that is wild mm. yeah.
1: that is wild rad conversion look it up um, yeah I mean so alright so you know, just just
0: to recap so you have so there's soft convi- soft evictions there are um, construction evictions constructive evictions constructive or the promise evictions.
1: or let let's say just like um, absentee landlordism where they're just um, slumlords and they're not fixing the floor like so 96 Duncan's a building mm-hmm. uh, on the west side that basically was so they didn't have heat on Christmas I remember and that. one of the organizers in DSA candidate that ran in 2021 in the west side he almost won by the way it was yeah. a really really close race Like to brag to about Brooks. that um, he was an organizer he went over and it's like okay how can I help what's going on mm-hmm. uh, but also like with the expectation of like the people in that building are gonna like you know, take control over the situation and, and sort of like, um, press it forward that, you know, we can organize and, and we're sort of wanting to do that more, but yeah, they didn't have heat on Christmas and, and then, um, yeah, Philip made a statement. O'Day got involved. Um, they basically like made someone do it, but it's like, all right, but this is happening like all over Jersey city, right. not re- being reported about. It just so happened that an organizer found out about it. It's happening all over Jersey city. I think so and um, and yeah we needed like a place like I guess sort of like a one stop shop which other cities there's 13 I think or 15 other cities that have rights to councils like uh-huh. um, New York City uh-huh. um, uh, so many others like New Orleans uh, shit the whole entire the whole entire state of Connecticut and now the whole entire state of New York is trying to get it uh-huh. there's like rights to council everywhere and um, and it's yeah basically like to keep uh, landlords in check I mean it's also about decommodifying housing building housing and building power okay. so with political power you can build public housing because you haven't you haven't seen it in years you were saying right yeah so all right so let me ask
0: there so essentially there's no oversight of the landlords in Jersey City
1: well i think you have an office of tenant landlord relations which is currently now run by someone new in the post cuz the other person resigned after being targeted Essentially, organized or like, you know, like protest by tenants. Um, uh, the Portside Towers Tenant Association, um, basically got them to resign and they're putting pressure because that office is not enforcing rent control. Right. There's illegal rent control uh, violations all over the city, too. And, you know, you have uh, progressives that are running on platforms about like creating that, um, you know that database, so that way I think you've you've had some on your show, Elena, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that would create a database of people knowing their like if they're in a rent-controlled building. I think that's great. Yeah. And I think to push it even farther is to um, have a program that is then going to um, like you know for for folks that like don't like need like uh, language translation. Or, 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 in a situation that is actually more of a legal question, and not like, am I rent controlled? Like, there's a lot of like Byzantine like l- lawyer shit about right. housing, and it's people are being like pressed around. So, having something that's for all residents paid for by a fee on development, mm-hmm. and then having it, um, you know, be in city hall and not like um, farmed out to like a company that's a nonprofit. Maybe that's you know, there's nonprofits that do that work, but then to scale it. And create it also be make it publicly accountable and scrutable. Mm-hmm. So that way, if it's not working, you can actually talk to your council people and see what's wrong with the office, what's going on, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like having services like that, you know what I mean. Like there's so so. I'm cool. just just
0: trying to underst- make sure I'm <laughs> we're understanding. having a right. You know? Yeah, make sure I'm understanding you correctly. So these programs to protect tenants are in Jersey city, but they just haven't been enforced.
1: No, I mean there's like Section Eight. I mean there's. Um, there's been some aid, which is like, here's a check to your landlord to like make you whole again for if you're like owed back rent. Uh-huh. There's also been, I think, um, unnecessary um, uh, gatekeeping of some of that aid to like some tenants and not others, even though it's like the intention was to make it so that way um, uh, tenants in bigger buildings got the aid first. But it's like tenants everywhere are suffering, and then people uh, were getting evicted because technically, you know, the moratorium ended. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I, feel like there is always going to be some means tested aid mm-hmm. and some, but th- the actual issue is, is also about enforcing like your, your rights. Cause you, you like tenants have a lot of rights in New Jersey. And it's also like, again, like we are flexing our muscles and like growing mm-hmm. power as working class people, which mm-hmm. is again, again, Yeah, I think we have a long way to go. Definitely, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, people. We're also, yeah, more physically at, you know, isolated and atomized now, and it's hard to organize, right? There's so many crises every day that make it hard to Mm -hmm. like think. How can I like, like do, um, or first I guess understand or like know about sort of like what's going on, and like that only happens by doing Mm -hmm. it, and then in doing it you learn more, and it's. it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's about joining an organization. It's about, I don't know, um, going to the, you were talking about like the student government club or you, you, uh, oh, yes, yeah, Salima, you were talking about the student government club. Um, like, you know, getting involved in shit. It's always, it's easier to do in school too, when you have school organizations. Right,
0: so let, let me, let me, let me go back a little
1: bit. Cause I Sorry, I I keep going off on tangent, wild tangents. It's it's fine.
0: It's fine. You're providing a lot of information that people need to hear. So when you're not, you know, you you mentioned earlier that, you know, you canvass a lot. You go out knocking on thousands of doors. Is there a common story when you're talking to people? Is there, like, a common denominator amongst all the people? Yeah, it's usually,
1: like, definitely, I mean... I mean, people can go out into their hallways of their buildings that they're currently living in right now and talk to their neighbors. And you'll probably hear the similar things because you're all in the same building. And it's often, yeah, like the landlord doesn't fix things. Um, It's the rent keeps going up. It's that, you know, the things don't get Better. I mean, like, there's, like, I mean, it's also, we're part of a state, and we're part of, like, a country, and, like, it, it's getting hard for just people outside of Jersey City, but, like, just a- Americans as a whole, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, also, at the same time, you see a lot of, um, you see a lot of people that are fighting in new ways like at work there's like been a small uptick in like labor union activity mm-hmm. of people like going on strike mm-hmm. um of people that are um you know had it with their boss as uh-huh. much as they've had it with their landlord mm-hmm. um so people are fighting that yeah and pe- you hear that at work do you hear of like i guess you hear of like um i don't know wh- What do, what do folks in this room do what, what are what are our we're, occupations we're right? all entrepreneurs okay so then you, you you're in your control of your own sort of like um your day schedule mm-hmm. and your ability to like make money right right but folks that that work for a boss that have a wage mm-hmm. that owe like nine hours a day to someone else mm-hmm. it's like you obviously socially develop um like issues in that workplace where you're like yeah, you maybe have a work condition that is like unfair, and then many people agree about it. Uh-huh. It's the same thing there as in, in the building, when everyone knows that the water is leaking through all like all like the the roofs and going down like three um, three flights. Like everyone is aware of sort of the issues. Um, it, it it does take I guess a little bit of um, damn like uh, I guess a little bit of empathy and listening and, and really. Uh, Not doing what I'm doing, which is talking a lot, but listening to people, Mm. asking them a question at their door Mm. and really seeing like, yeah, what people say and like scoring it. And that's how we like heard that housing is the most uh, critical issue, but then also schools, infrastructure um, and just like, I guess, I guess also like, yeah, infrastructure, but um, yeah, like just bread and butter issues that we Mm. need to like have a thriving, like I don't know country a a, a world right
0: so let me give you a let me give you a scenario right so you don't know me I'm having problems with my landlord my landlord keeps going up on rent like you said he's not fixing anything what can I do as a tenant if I didn't if I didn't know anything I'm Joe Schmo off the street what can I do as a tenant
1: yeah I mean you could like go to rights to jc.org okay. <laughs> um okay. and like join the campaign and it's it's about also like talking to many many more tenants um tenant organizing and tenant unions are also a really cool thing that we're seeing a lot more people do like in Portside. uh and then there's also i think you know rumblings of campaigns that of, of organizing tenants by their landlords uh-huh. um, by like specific big landlords uh-huh. um, that would be kind of strategic too right because then you're targeting like more people on one target necessarily but our target is uh, the city council right now and just uh, folks in Jersey City tenants do you want a right to you know also not paid um, like it's gonna be free like it's um, you know something that is a right and and thus it's for anyone that is getting evicted and also for affirmative proceedings um folks could yeah go to rights to counsel jc.org to like join the campaign learn come to like a, an event learn how to like uh, host an event and like yeah doing all that and like okay. organizing which is like yeah uh, definitely it, it's great dsa folks are, are awesome what, we're um What are some of the services yeah. that right to counsel provide for tenants? Oh the services I mean yeah like actually um legal representation in court like th- I, I probably didn't even say this which is wild but like three percent of tenants have a lawyer um more like 81 percent of landlords usually have a lawyer so it's like the stack so, yeah, the yeah, there's, odds there's, are there's, always stacked yeah, so yeah, it's there's, like there's, one there's, there's, having there's, a lawyer in court who can like one get tenants more time mm-hmm. or often not a record which ends up being harmful for then getting mm-hmm. like uh, uh a lease somewhere else right yeah because suck yeah, and it, and it disproportionately impacts black women we've seen. It's usually... Um, it's a, it's a you know, an issue of definitely universal, like... Um, it's a universal sort of issue, but at the same time, there's disproportionately, right? Mm-hmm. Like, targeting some parts of Jersey City. Like, we have this, like, literature piece that shows, like, eviction data from, like, 2018. It's, like, all Greenville. It's all the Hill. It's all, like, the West Side. Uh, and that was, like, before. And it, it's, it's... We don't have, like more current data. But um, yeah, I I think it's definitely um, the services are like also like like it also it's a campaign, like a home for Mm -hmm. knowing tenants rights in Jersey city. And like Mm -hmm. the model is more less on like, how can we serve? Which like, I guess politicians and electeds do a lot in Jersey city. And it's usually at the expense of them like raising their salaries because now they have to be in more places a day. Mm-hmm. As opposed to organizing people mm-hmm. to actually have these organizations and institutions that can do it for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, that's sort of the whole theory I think of like um of of power here is that we're really about um it's actually kind of like the personal responsibility mm-hmm. like uh, like sort of appeal to like um fighting for yourself, like mm-hmm. and knowing that this is what we need actually to like have the most um, prosperous future mm-hmm. uh, for ourselves is to um, fight together and I mean yeah those are the services like just having a organization like doing a campaign where mm-hmm. we're building power in Jersey City and nah, and having a lawyer <laughs> you yeah, do need a lawyer yeah I think should, yeah. I,
0: I think that's something that a lot of tenants that I know personally don't understand that they have a right to a lawyer and the most common thing like you brought up the statistic if, about yeah. Greenville and you know being being a lifelong resident my area is always targeted first always historically when something is changing in the city greenville gets it first yeah so like whether the rent goes up greenville first development greenville first like they are it feels targeted and it probably is but that's what i've seen being a greenville resident where it's like oh the rent's going up or it's more is more evictions or there's more landlords doing shady shit Let's like like yeah. Greenville's like the testing area
1: right now something. for sure but as frankie was saying when he was telling that story i mean downtown is where like the puerto ricans were what, and, yeah, well, and, fact, and like speak, now yeah, they're all yeah gone. <laughs> speaking of
0: downtown like let's so with the port side towers right and i didn't know because you know Downtown is is his own little world, mm-hmm. so I didn't realize that Port that Portside was really going through all of this where mm-hmm. it was it was being affected by landlords not doing what they're supposed to do. Like, how did that, all of that start? Because this seems like that equity
1: story. equity residential, and you should have them on. They're great, mm-hmm. um, um, Michelle and Kevin, who are two organizers with that group that are really. Yeah, pushing, really, like, grilling the city here cause and getting folks to resign, like, bravo. Um, I think that, one, they're in Ward F because they're redistricting, right so they're in Ward F. Um, and so, uh, but I think um, the Ward... Uh, James Solomon and Frank Gilmore have been, I think, um, you know, in support, I think, more vocally of, of the port side folks. But it's, again, it's about the landlord... Oh, no, it's about the city enforcing rent control, which actually... Um, I guess, puts the onus on, like, that city office, you know, of the tenant-landlord relations. Mm-hmm. And so, right to counsel is like, yeah, if that office isn't enforcing rent control, then we need a new office to enforce tenant's so rights. So, that,
0: that office hasn't... So, that office has essentially allowed the landlords of Port South Towers to do whatever the fuck they want.
1: Yeah, Landlords in Jersey City Land to landlords do whatever in Jersey they city. want. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. And... Yeah. The, the tenants from Port Towers decide to get together and say, Hell no.
1: Yeah. And you had a, a, a group of more well to do tenants be like, We have the time and resources to put in to like grill your ass and like actually like, mm-hmm. like, like, like Fight make back. y'all feel a pain, not just like the, the landlord. They organized their whole building, their east and west building. And then also like put, now we're starting to like put pressure on the mayor and put pressure on, um the real political target here which is the mayor who's mm-hmm. also trying to run for governor which is like mm-hmm. how are we not even talking about like the largest thing that is like moving this thing these pieces and uh, this chess game in the city but oh, it's well, like fuck the chess board like let's just oh, actually so, do so it let's, let's, block by block like let's, just talk let's to everyone thing. we let's, know let's let's do that <laughs> and thing. just how, actually do it you know what is phillips role in this housing crisis that we're in I mean, I think he's basically the Mike Bloomberg of, like, Jersey City. Mm. He's been the one that has, like, uh, stewarded, shepherded in, um, not the Cranes from early in the 90s, right, in the Newport, um, but definitely through this past decade of of real, like, development in other areas, specifically, mm-hmm. um, like uh, the Heights to, to um, you know, Journal Square. And, um, yeah, I think, I mean when you have, like, a, a a class manager for, like, the billionaires for the Jared Kushners who, like, uh, developed Journal Square... Which I fucking hate, and, by the way. Yeah, when you have that, like, you have, like, a political system that is, like, yeah, it's a one-party town, but it's essentially operating on behalf of, like, the capitalists that mm-hmm. are, like, you know, really entrenched in Jersey City now and are getting more entrenched and mm-hmm. just building power. And it's, like, at the same time, you're seeing a lot of those contradictions of, well, Jersey City's getting so great. Why is it getting so hard to live here? Right. And then... Um, yeah yeah i mean people in new jersey should see this coming too and like i'm from elizabeth and they just weakened rent control again so i see this very much like um is
2: 20,
1: away. yeah yeah shout out my eastwick heads listening yeah shout out eastwick <laughs> shout out um no. so i mean so
0: yeah, you, so would you say that like you know because philip is the mayor he's steering the ship a lot of the responsibility of this house housing crisis lays at his feet
1: yeah, I, I think so. But also, like again, like just um, I think the entire like system has not made it um, very hospitable for building public housing. Like, yeah, you do need a lot of political will to do that. And um, yeah, I mean, he's not building public housing. That's the mm-hmm. thing. And he's also what could attracting. he do? I don't know. I'm not his advisor. I want him. Like, I I don't. I don't think he. We should like um, take. Um, these folks, like, word for it that they're trying. I think mm-hmm. they are operating on behalf of people that are not here in this room and, like, mm-hmm. the 99% of people that actually, like, want to, like, have a, a, a democratic city, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not democratic for one person to decide that. Right. So it's really the argument of, like, should one person decide um, what's happening to the city for more than a decade, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just not right, right? And it's um, also not good for us if that's the case. What would you want him to do? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, like, like just dip. I don't know. But also, like, don't be my governor. I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. Go to, like, Narragansson or whatever. Like, whatever. Just go away. It. I mean, it's not... Uh, but, like, at the same time, like, I want um, to know, like... Like, we know so much about our enemies, but do we know enough about each other, like, mm. to know what we need to do? um, And... And I think we just need to have more times and meetings, unfortunately, because we're all so busy. But we do need to step into meetings mm-hmm. and take like an hour a week to like listen to what's going on, and also like volunteer to like do a canvas or a phone bank mm-hmm. too. Um, understand how we should be um, organized in across the city to um, talk about housing as a human right, so that way we can put forth a political answer eventually to what kind of Jersey City we want. But then to know that we need to know together, like what we want, right? Like what are our priorities? Mm-hmm. So we need just more venues to speak like that. We had a tenants town hall that was really cool. Tenants that usually wouldn't speak at city council meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like more. I think on our own. Turf, like uh-huh. you know, outside of the chambers, not like confronting power because that can be also really um, isolating and alone uh-huh. if you're doing that alone as an activist. Uh-huh. But as an organization, a democratic organization, um, you know, there's the potential, and especially DSA, I think it, we're we're really trying to grasp at like what what it means to be a democratic organization as a national organization, uh-huh. and then also. Um, how do we meet this moment, like nationally, uh-huh. where you have Bernie Sanders almost winning in 2020 and then um, everyone going back to to business as usual, it seems, but also like stacked crises and just like a very, very like interesting situation that it feels like we're in where working people are very, very aware of why capitalism sucks, uh-huh. but are like, we're not necessarily um, so alert on the, the things that we need to do do to like do anything about it but i think we're starting starting to like again hopefully get that like that tendency again and and, um yeah i think politics the political process is very important for that and people pay a lot of attention Mm -hmm. i think um where you work and what you do for the majority of your time uh in life and in waking hours is important Mm -hmm. um and yeah i think uh what
0: ha- how you uh,
1: words? What do you um? What do you think is the most important thing for, uh, for having like, 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 like Jersey City seeming like a more like a place that's for like everyone? That's such a crazy have- um. Yes. Yeah, 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 ask me that again cuz I'm trying to Like what to does a me. Jersey City for everyone look like? You know. What does a
0: Jersey City for everyone look like? It looks like I mean obviously affordable housing, well-funded schools, you know, roads like you know, all of the utopian ideals that everyone seems to have but it just seems like because of the, where the city's position, right? Like we are 10 minutes away from new york we're at the top of the state
1: everything essentially has to come through us i think north is at the top of the state no huh?
0: no we're we're more north than
1: north oh i thought you meant like more people no 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 okay. no just
0: like put geographically we're like yeah where, yeah where we are and mm-hmm. like everything kind of comes through us Word. and i think with the system that is in place whether it's the politicians whether it's the corporations in recent years they've taken the full advantage of that and kind of just milk this city for all of it its worth. Yeah. So now from my perspective it's gotten a lot harder for regular Degla people to make Jersey City their own because we have all of these overlords coming yeah. in take pillaging the city essentially. Yeah, they're they, organizers. Let's yeah. be
1: clear they are organi- or they're more like operators. Right. And yeah, they Jersey City make it better. Have you heard of that? i hate that slogan yeah well like j city make it yours is like the slogan of like the the development right it hasn't been
0: ours for a long time
1: exactly but like your what you said there is different ours right it's different than yours yes um it when it it, when it seems like a one-to-one conversation if you if you see an ad that says make it yours it's like yeah let me carve out a little section for myself and yeah we've had political machines do that forever and in Hudson County, we have that with party bosses. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that are like, yeah, running the, the political system hostage from, again, yeah, democratic you know, organizations. You know, that's, that's like many point. people coming together in rallies and meetings discussing what should we build here? Or like, what should we do? You know yeah, what I mean? That, it's, you, it's so few people in these rooms that make decisions about what happens, you know? You know
0: that's a great point because the that's just just, just kind of,
1: stopping on that
0: slogan of making it yours it does promote this perspective of let me just come in and do whatever I want for me instead of adhering to the community adhering to the people who have been here like my family has been here since the 40s like so Mm -hmm. Jersey City is technically ours (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying but it's like it doesn't feel like home a lot of my family has moved away due to rent increases due to shitty landlords all that so that Just To me, it's ironic that that's the slogan of the city when so many people have moved away due to the city itself not feeling like it's theirs. Mm -hmm. So I think making it more equitable for everyone, it's a tall task, but you have to damn near dismantle the entire system, which is difficult because it is so entrenched in the very fabric of how the city is run, how the county is run. So it's like you're you're literally fighting against a a, a a giant and like when you were saying about you know just organizing and, and making people come out and and be more aware i support that and it's like the only i guess point of contention i have is that it's hard for regular people to take that time because we're really just out here surviving Yep. so while that everything that right to counsel and dsa is doing is important it's like i gotta i gotta feed my kids yeah i can't sit in a meeting for two hours i gotta make sure my kids is fed. i gotta make sure my light bill stays on yeah. so that creates it's it's a it's a weird fight where because believe me people know people know like yo my landlord a, is a fucking dick i need to do something about this but i gotta go to work like you're saying for mm-hmm. nine hours to make
1: sure i make enough to pay yeah. the rent. so yeah. it's
0: hard for people to find that balance
1: totally and we're seeing more people again like i've actually had a personal uh, reason for taking a few steps away from the campaign for a little bit because of my work being more more critical right now um and that my my union at my work is is um definitely in a in a in a situation where um at Rutgers where i work mm-hmm. um the faculty union is of voting for an authorization strike mm-hmm. to go on strike Right, that kind of commitment there also is like, um, yeah, to actually raise your wages. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we want to drop the rent. We also want to raise our wages. We spend more time trying to feed our families, so mm-hmm. maybe we should organize there mm-hmm. first, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree, and that's why I think it's like, if we're spending a lot of time at work, too, so it does matter, like, mm-hmm. are we, um, you know, building fighting unions to fight for more wages mm-hmm. so that way we can also fight for lower rent and... Um, I think, you. yeah, some people do have some time, but me, more me, more people have work too, which is right. Let me ask you this. Are we spread too thin? Definitely. Definitely spread too thin. I am spread too thin. I, I think we also are like all trying to learn this. I feel like there's uh, been, at least for me, like I don't have like, I'm pretty new to like, um, Like this space, and also uh, left movements, and it seems like we can learn a lot from other countries how it just happened over the course of like Mm long-term work, and not necessarily burning ourselves out, Mm -hmm. and not necessarily spreading out too thin. Mm -hmm. Really thinking like who is the close, who are the closest people around me, and um, also like thinking how can we all put the most concerted pressure on like the actual uh, points that are the most strategic, like right now, mm-hmm. UPS is, and is, uh, expiring its contract. Its contract will expire with, uh, the Teamsters, which is, uh, one of the largest unions. Mm-hmm. And that would essentially, um, you know, um, the Teamsters have, um, all but said they're going to strike in order to win, like the best contract for UPS workers who have been getting more precarious and Definitely more like Amazon drivers because mm-hmm. Amazon is the competitor there, mm-hmm. and getting a having a worse job for it, like having folks uh, die of heat stroke on the job, and those kinds of things matter mm-hmm. because people spend the majority of their time there. So I would say like organizing where you are and it's most likely in your union or Mm -hmm. in your workplace a lot of people don't also don't have unions i'm talking to like a very like fewer and fewer uh group of people now but organizing a union we're seeing like in starbucks and amazon Mm -hmm. warehouses is also pretty promising because it means again people are like actually realizing like that it is like a, a, a big problem that we're losing ground and we're spread thin and we have Mm -hmm. to like stake a claim somewhere. So Mm -hmm. I think in the community that starts in the home, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think at the workplace, it starts just in your union. And, um, um, yeah, I I think this is how we're going to be able to like envision, like maybe in the future or hopefully sooner than later, like, um, single payer healthcare, Mm -hmm. right. By taking apart the, um, pharmaceutical industry's power and Mm -hmm. also having a political, um, power to, to win these things. Right. And, um. Yeah. I'm. I'm totally like. I don't know. I feel like we are very spread thin. <laughs> so. So, we, so. How do you keep yourself
0: motivated? Because you are involved in very big fights.
1: Like, yeah. I very... mean. It, it. I mean. I think it's like helpful if. Um, if we just yeah like. Um, again, focus on one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues. I think. But it's nothing's really going to change if we keep like we don't put enough pressure on one point. And mm-hmm. I think that's sort of the thing. It's hard uh, to do that. A lot of organizations want to take up different issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it really takes a democratic organization to vote and say, we're only going to do this one thing, right. which is pretty hard, like prioritizing. Right. That's one thing I think DSA does a good job at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also like having like a, a um, you know, talking about socialism in all the many ways mm-hmm. and, in sort of like having spaces uh, devoted to, um, you know, uh, like uh yeah Mm eco-socialism um and yeah i think it's also like what was i i'm I'm getting i'm getting too off now i'm getting too into dsa brain but um no i i I, I
0: think i think and correct me if i'm wrong i think the point you're you're making is that you don't have to fight all of the fights just pick one and
1: yeah and there's one. one happening right now in jersey city that everyone should join but, I mean, yeah. And also, like, what is the next fight? Like, and also, how do we, again, just begin to come together to, like, talk about what is our priority?
0: Well, Isaac, man, I hope you're getting some sleep. or I hope you are relaxing and, and taking a breather between all of these fights, man. Because you're doing great work, and I really appreciate all the work that you do, that DSA does, that Right the Council does. Um, yeah, man, just just... You know i just i want to close this out but before i do i'd like to ask my guests if you
1: had a magic wand what is your vision for Jersey city uh a, an a actual like blossoming democracy where people make the decisions about what they want to see and we do
0: okay okay that's good all right i like it i like it man i just tell the people where to find you um shout out you know all the dsa handles right the council what you know get the people where where, yeah where they can get
1: help yeah yeah um you can um learn more about the campaign the right to council jc campaign come out to the city council meeting on april 12th at 6 p.m and then the next meeting after that for the big vote for right to council um that's um that's at right to council jc.org um on i guess on the handles it's rtc jc 201 Mm -hmm. and then um yeah april i believe april 26th is like the big vote okay so again like seeing like out of nine people who wants to um yeah call the question for building tenant's rights enshrined in city hall um and let the developers pay for it you know Mm -hmm. they can afford it
0: all right man well tell people where to find you isaac
1: I'm Isaac, uh, shit, 1,000? <laughs> no, that's, I don't know my handles. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm on Twitter. Okay. Definitely on Twitter. Isaac on Twitter, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Isaac, thank you. Thank you, brother, man. Uh, you gave a, a
0: a boatload of knowledge that I think is very helpful, especially to people who want to be more involved in a fight, but may not necessarily have the time. So
1: yeah, you can donate too. That'd be cool. Uh We need a lot of <laughs> flyers. Money uh, is always important. Yeah, yeah. Money is always important. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Um, but also like yeah, come to. We have like parties and events too. We had a, mm-hmm. a party not too far from here at nine o two. Yeah. Shout um, out to yeah, like come on, like I don't know, we throw a party at your house, do a rent <laughs> party. <laughs> Let us know if we could throw a party at your house.
0: Yeah, right right, right. But um, Isaac, thank you again, man. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, but in the meantime in between time follow Sean everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4 KJ. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Meadows. You can follow the dojo on IG at DjoJo Make sure you visit the website for the stresspodcast.com, powered by Stay Cozy Studios. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend. And um Hmm. Tenants for the stress, you know. Tenants, you have rights. Organize with the people in your building if you are able to do so. Don't let these landlords do whatever the fuck they want to you. And if you need help, right, the council is here to help you. Isaac again, thank you, beloved. I appreciate you. Y'all be safe out there. Frankie, turn this shit off.